This episode of the podcast is with electropop trio Elder Island out of Bristol in the UK. They're currently touring on their latest release, Swimming Static, out now on all platforms. I'm really excited to catch this show. Uh, I've been waiting kind of all month, I think. Uh, they're going to be playing at the Fonda in L.A. Uh, tomorrow, May 27th, and I hope to see you all there. Um, they're the most energetic for as chill as they as they are. Um, uh, they reach deep into the soul electronically. It is beautiful. Their low, low tones mimic heartbeats, mimic racing thoughts as you try to put things together it is it is truly beautiful music and you'll enjoy that here with purely educational a cut from their latest record and enjoy the interview
Time classic he does it every time my <laughs> guy like with his bike <laughs> i saw some interview you did uh with another podcaster in england i guess and he joked that he was late to the podcast and i was like oh god i can't be late <laughs> <laughs> so we're not yeah we're pretty tardy people well at least i am so i don't mind <laughs> Time actually, yeah, you're quite timely. I'm, not. I'm the one being like, Where the is Katie again? There's always like oh, five minutes late or a half. Oh, no, hour frozen. Late. Hold on, lost you there. Yeah, super friendly. And you're back. You're back. Hello. It's okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they went away both. Oh, okay. Yeah. My connection is unstable. That's good to hear right now. Uh... What can I do about this? Where are you? I think we're good. <laughs> uh, I'm in Pomona, California. Pomona? Yeah, yeah. I saw you guys played the Glass House uh, in 2019. That's right yeah. down the street. Yeah. It's like half the reason I moved here <laughs> is to be close to the Glass House. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Glass House and another place around the corner called DBA, a much smaller beer and wine with a stage, you know, really cool spot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it actually got cancelled. Oh yeah. Oh, it yeah. was. It was. We were meant to be doing it, uh, and they kind of tagged it onto the tour, and I think we sold like ten tickets. Oh yeah, because we'd had the big show. Because we had LA, in the LA. Night before. and yeah. Oh yeah. So they cancelled oh, it because they were beautiful. like, "Oh, sorry guys." I mean... Oh, that's terrible. It's but everyone, you're allowed to the LA show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm catching you at uh, the Fonda on the 27th. So, amazing. Yeah, that'll be a good show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I mean, LA is always amazing. Yeah, we always have a good time. Oh What's yeah, the there's a great audience for for this music. Mm. Looks like a big theater again, like El Rey. Yeah, I think it's about the same size as El Rey. Yeah, mm-hmm. El Rey and uh, I think the Regent is about the same size. Or no, not, not the Regent. Yeah, I think the Regent is the same size. Is the yeah. Regent LA as well? I'm sorry? The Regent LA as well? Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, I think a few blocks away from El Rey and all that too. They're all kind of clustered in that area. Yeah, some of them are easier to get to than others. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, we've been told that Ubers are not... Oh, not as cheap as they used to be. No, <laughs> I was looking recently. I was trying to go from one bar to another, and it was $30 for a 10-minute drive. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I think I'm just going to drive and just not drink. <laughs> I think I'm just going to run everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thought I'd get, like, a group of people together. <laughs> run off I'm just going to run. <laughs> I need to be running anyway. Let me run off this beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's getting crazy over there yeah i'm just outside of la i'm like uh 40 minutes or so you know oh. depending on traffic it's it's pretty nice it's like more suburban and not as much traffic ubers are still expensive though so yeah 
I was watching, um, I was watching your tour documentary recently and it was so cool. I was getting such chills from watching the crowd of people just like in this subtle wave of everybody just moving in unison to the music. And it was so like, when you see people all on the same page, like a 2000 people, something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just incredible. And it, it's really cool to, to, to listen to the album that did it or listen to the, the albums that, that did that. And um, I don't know. I just wanted to say, you know, amazing. I'm really looking forward to the show <laughs> back to that, you know? Oh, I'm glad. No, it's, it's such a special thing. And yeah, you kind of write this music and then to like take it out and have that like wave of emotions and people and movement and everything that's in a gig. Yeah. I'm just looking mm. forward to it. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that you were, uh, you started out as a, uh, a folk band. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was less of a band and more as a, a folk jam mess around yeah eccentric okay. folk yeah. art folk I <laughs> yeah description. eccentric art yeah i mean we weren't yeah trying to be a band we were just necessary we were just essentially making music as a bunch of mates whilst mm. doing degrees in art mm. um, that's cool anything we'd get our hands on was just tapped or played or yeah <laughs> recorded with a shoddy mic just <laughs> Did you see that uh, Moog or Moog, however it's pronounced, I'll never get it right, uh, has the new has a new theremin out? Yeah. Oh, it looks very I think beautiful. I saw it. Right? Uh, <laughs> with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it looks so cool. I, I pictured like one trained on each of you, as, like at a show. <laughs> <laughs> and as everybody moves, just I'd love to hear what that sounds like. Yeah. It, it could be very odd or... We keep um, toy- so with our first album, we made like these. Um, we made these. What, what what do you call them? Ornaments, not ornaments. We made these pieces of furniture to go with our the, uh, the, the Omnitone collection. Yeah, the Omnitone <laughs> collection. Yeah, so we made these like objects that were basically pieces of furniture and pieces of equipment. And one of them, the Master Hub, we always like toy with the idea of actually putting a theremin inside it and then touring with it. It had an aerial and we were like, it was one of those ideas that we were like, I wish we had more money so we could do yeah. this. I mean, it's, it's just, we still got it. Yeah, it's one of those things. Uh, you can make it happen uh, still. There's another instrument that um, is on the list. Yeah. So mm. maybe one day, but I've got two things on the on the go at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> on the end of your uh, yeah. all your stuff. <laughs> so, I don't know, they, it's quite similar or if you play the cello, because you remember the first mm. that first lady that ever played the theremin. Yeah. She was a cellist. Yeah. Oh, she was? That makes yeah, a lot of I'll sense. <laughs> Clara Rockmore, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think something to do with she'd um had an injury or she couldn't play cello anymore. And mm. and they, like this kind of um, collaboration when they were making it. And then, yeah, she basically mastered it first. And it's that kind of, because if you think the cello is fretless as well, mm. sort of intuitive pitching, I yeah. think. That, that's the even more amazing, just fretless guitars or fretless, like I tried to, my hand at a violin once and I was like, I don't. Ooh know what I'm doing. I can't imagine doing that in the air with zero reference. <laughs> 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 
and angle. Yeah. Great thing with uh, the more modern theremins is that it's kind of got auto-tune. So you don't have to be as precise as okay. those old ones because mm. you can turn it off and then you, you're you playing it like how it initially is. But it, with the new ones, they do have loads of really nice settings to, to, <laughs> to get you into it because you do get tired quite quickly having to... Be really I guess precise. you're using... Yeah, because you're using these muscles as much as you're using your hand muscles. You know, when you play an instrument, you're basically holding on to something. Mm, yeah. But with theremin, you don't, you're not holding on to anything. So you have all of these muscles ache after a while because you're there just like trying to get it <laughs> Holding your arms. Yeah, and then <laughs> tuning of what you're doing. It's very like that sort of job. Is, <laughs> you're having to... Already a good sign that you didn't immediately have to correct yourself when doing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I've been doing it recently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every time I do that as an example, it just looks terrible. <laughs> it and then and then bending down the knees. <laughs> Like the air theremin here. Yeah. <laughs> That's something you could do. <laughs> I'll be right up front with the camera. <laughs> um, what's everybody listening to right now? Did you did you listen to anything? Um, out of the ordinary while do you listen to anything out of the ordinary while recording music or do you tune out completely and just focus uh, oh I don't know about depends because so, there's three of us we're always rotating loads of different things so there's always a large larger conversation on what's what's what we're listening to mm. um it does feed in though doesn't it yeah um, so like when you're when you're on the finishing stages of making music oh no i don't know you do because sometimes you need a little bit of help if you get stuck you're like what does this song remind me of and how mm. did they fix it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah um, do you have a, a go-to artist on that note you want, sorry, go to artists on that. Yeah. I mean, Dave was listening to a lot of Fleetwood Mac. He was listening. So, like, where there were songs that were not Fleetwood mac at all, like Feral's a good one, it was like, there wasn't this this sound of that in there. It was very electronic and, like, kind of dirty with its uh, distortion of bass. And then he just started riffing the guitar and, like, it sent this sort of the Chain-esque mm. guitar to it. Um weird stuff all the time really um yeah i, I can't i guess that all like a lot of the medieval folksy stuff the yeah. queen of kings yeah we were juggling quite a lot of different <laughs> like different things that weren't on spotify or yeah. it was like going through loads of youtube videos i remember one point i was just listening to 30 second videos of one man playing lots of different woodwind oh cool uh, he's, he's a dutch guy he's amazing and he's basically a, a 
woodwind um, specialist, uh, a, an orchestra player that just has a collection of all of these medieval woodwinds. And I was just like, I'm oh, just fascinated by what he could play. <laughs> you were listening to a lot of Hurdy Gurdy mm, music for a while. And that old English guy that had all of the medieval stuff, like the um, oh, the one with the bellows. Oh no, we're not going to be able to do all of these shout outs because yeah. we've forgotten everything. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have to like, I'll send you. Yeah. I'll send you the shout out. Yeah. <laughs> it's moments like this where I'm like, I need a producer to like, just look things up. Seems to really come in handy for other people. Uh, I thought I heard some Dead Can Dance in the last album. Are you are you fans of Dead Can Dance? I'm not. I I don't know it. I know it a little, but mm. actually, I think Hamish listens to more Dead Can Dance. Maybe. Yeah, look, um, we're doing what... <laughs> something about your vocals, Katie. I think that's what it is. That uh, you sounded like a, uh, Lisa Gerard in in so many ways. Do you have a specific album in mind? What's uh, a good? Uh, that's a good question. I've been listening to them for a long time. I always mix up the albums. I'll give you something in a moment. Serpent's egg. It was something that reminded me of. It was like. Oh yeah. It's not yet. Mm, it goes just toward the within. Okay. It's very folksy, very like world music, but there was something about the vocals, something about your your rhythms that really reminded me of them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I look forward no, to but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little we'll have a little listen up or something. Yeah. I think I'm just right, very different, very similar in you know, mm. certain ways. Yeah. Yeah. Very different music. I guess it is that right. kind of like taking from lots of different, just so many different genres that we yeah. listen and like as a mixture and as people and just taking the small essences from everywhere and then like kind of try and pile it together and make it work. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's a universal language, like this subtle language that all musicians speak, whether they realize it or not, that, you're all aiming for the same thing. You're all working on the same, you know, or similar types of art anyway. And you end up speaking the same language. You have the same vocabulary, you know, yeah. it's really, really interesting to see. Yeah, it's yeah. I feel like people even listening have that vocabulary as well. It just depends on like what you're into, whether mm. it's language or not, I guess. Yeah. I think we try and make all of the sounds within a song sound nice. So people either subconsciously or, or intentionally can like grab onto what, what they like out of a song. We have mm -hmm. such a, a broad, people have such broad favorites of our songs. And so when we play live, you get this mixed bag of disappointment and happiness because it's like, <laughs> oh, but you didn't play that. And they're, they're always like, oh, are you going to play this song? And it's like, oh, no, we're, we're just focusing on something else. And and sometimes, yeah, weird songs that you're like, no one's ever requested this. And they're like, I was so upset that you didn't play this. 
definitely an album track. That was a B-side. How did you hear this one? Yeah, yeah where have that before? But, uh, it's, it's lovely because it does mean like it's getting out there. It's not just like you have hits and people have the hits. It's like yeah. people are kind of absorbing themselves in it, which is really... I think yeah, that relates it's, to it's, when we make it as like, well, as well. We're not, when we make the song, we're not intentionally thinking, oh, okay, this is the genre that we like, or these are the bands that we're listening to at the time. Mm-hmm. We kind of have just made the song without thinking about other people's music. And then when we're coming to produce it, we're like, okay, why do we like these songs? And do do these specific songs that we like fit in with the other ones that we like and kind of pick them in that way? Mm-hmm. And so down the line when you were saying, like when you come to like finishing your track and you need to finish the track itself, you listen to other people's music and go, okay, maybe they can help me finish our own tracks and you can kind of add that in but it's normally on a on a sonic level rather than a Mm. specific i want to make a arctic monkey song i want to make (laughs) a twig song or i want to make a um you know unknown mortal orchestra song do you know what i mean it's like um you're just letting it flow you're not coming in with too much intent and like I, I'm, 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 you know, with music, I'm always very focused on the drums. So when we make our music, we're always we always make it with a drum machine, essentially, whether it's samples or a, a drum machine. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I find that we always come back round, and I'm like, all right, is that solid on its own? Do we need to write it with a drummer? And I feel like, or do we need percussion? Like with sacred, we like. Yeah, does it need an extra layer yeah, or an yeah. extra thousand layers? Like yeah. <laughs> sometimes we end up putting logs on and then taking it away. Sometimes we're just like, no, that is just a kick and a snare and a hi-hat and that's all it needs. And it's like, that's absolutely amazing. They should keep it like that. And we have like this, we're always conversing and pulling it apart between each other, aren't we, going... Is that right? Yeah. I, I think it's right. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I don't think that's right. I need to keep going at it. You, there's always push and pull until like we're all tired. As you know, I have. So I'm are you happy or tired? Yeah. I'm both. <laughs> <laughs> Time for a tour. <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess that was the interesting thing about the last album was that there wasn't really an opportunity to play any of it out. It was mm-hmm. all very like in the basement making the music. Whereas a lot of the Omnitone, we had played the tracks yeah, cool. out to see like how yeah. they'd gone, like you and I and Cape Fear, Cape Fear Don't, Don't Lose. Lose. We were already like, we were already playing them. Yeah. Which is quite, yeah. So it must have felt good to play them at least in front of a couple of cameras. I, I didn't see what year you did the, was it the pirate sessions? It was my favorite video that you did. The, really? Yeah, <laughs> it was so well done. Like, and you, you, everybody looked really comfortable, like the most comfortable on camera in the darkness in that, you know, in that constantly changing light. I don't know if that was, I don't think it was 2020, was it? Um, no, it was 29, March, 2019. It was just before we, Came out to America for the first time for Southwest mm. and a few other shows. Yeah, I mean, at that show, we had about 
30 of our mates and no one else really there. Mm -hmm. So we felt comfortable in the sense that we we knew that if we're going to disappoint someone, it's (laughs) it's just... And we kind of half forgot about the cameras, didn't we? Mm. Uh, Yeah, the crew was really nice, wasn't it? It was just like, yeah, quite chill. Yeah, they were like right up on you too. Rather than the video, it was just like, we're practicing. The cameras just happened to be here. So I guess, yeah. You get a chilled vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, would you rather play like that in front of people that you know, then, I guess, or in front of a, in front of a completely strange audience? I hear both sides of that. And I always think each answer is really interesting. Yeah. I mean, it depends on sometimes I get really nervous if it's someone that I know, but they've not seen us before. Mm-hmm. So I know there's like six of those people in the crowd. I'm I'm like really nervous for some reason. <laughs> or, but compared to like, you know, let's say Dublin, where we've been like four times before, and I don't know anyone in the crowd, uh, but I know that they're going to have a good time. I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm, we'll just see how this goes. Mm-hmm. And our only job is just to remember it and get it right. And <laughs> we can do that. Hopefully, they'll be happy and normally people are so yeah. my biggest I mean, people, people are so nice right. anyway yeah it's quite sometimes it's quite good to have a friend that you know will be brutally honest <laughs> and <laughs> please and they're the ones that you're nervous about mm. but then you get really good feedback because they'll be like oh yeah i love this bit but then maybe this bit you could change it up or yeah. and that's good critical feedback I love critical feedback. Critical feedback. So usually everyone's like, oh, I loved it. It was great. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> around halfway with that song. It's like, that's not specific enough. Yeah, but with friends, you're always like, yeah, trying to plug them for, for feedback. But usually right. it's had a nice time. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. I saw this band after, after one of their sets downtown. Um, these two, the guitarist and the drummer, I think they were they were uh, just so critical of themselves. And they're like, oh man, I messed that part up. And, uh, and the drummer's like, oh no, 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 you did great, man. No, it was all me and like, blah, 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 blah. And they're just, you know, just tearing themselves apart, but then lifting each other up. And you, yeah. don't, you don't see that too often. It's a lot of people like, oh man, this band sucks. You know, it's, <laughs> they don't even know what town they're in. They don't know how to play, blah, 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 blah. And, <laughs> it's it's really nice to see when yeah constructive feedback when it's like oh yeah why why'd you do that or you know yeah, yeah. when it means something i think we yeah we definitely do that like if, if something's gone wrong like you'll kick yourself afterwards yeah you're like oh and everyone else be like it was a really good show yeah. everyone loved it and you're like yeah but i missed that cue <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, wonder, yeah like how yeah, you're kicking yourself internally, but somebody comes up to you with some constructive feedback and just yeah. a little bit, right? Yeah. But, the uh, thing you notice, like, no one ever notices. Like, I could sing, I often sing a lot of words wrong. And I feel like, and a lot of them, like, people are singing along with me, but they just don't notice because they're just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm singing it right. And you up there on the stage, you're singing it wrong. <laughs> Yeah, people just don't notice too much the mistakes, which is not nice in a way. Well, you, don't, you don't want to hear them anyway, right? It's like eventually you're like, who the hell are you? <laughs> I recorded this album. 
<laughs> never, never, no. <laughs> uh, was there a moment in the studio or was there a specific show when you decided, like, this is it. I'm not turning back. I'm not going back to a regular, you know, nine to five. I'm not doing anything else but this. This is where I'm meant to be. Uh, always up and down about that, aren't we? Mm. Uh, I think it was more like touring. Yeah. Was it, the point where... We, we didn't really get a choice because <laughs> when we came to America in 2019... We we had to we had to we had to be away for I think it was like five six weeks mm. and so there was just no way that we could go to our nine to five um, bosses and go hey can we have six weeks off um, <laughs> yeah. it was like that was kind of the kicking point of like nope there you go that you you have to quit now and you have to you have to go full hog in mm. which is great we've been wanting to do that for a year anyway. Um, COVID, COVID just it just came at the the right time and the wrong time. We we, right, we can write an album, and then after two years, you're like, okay, I need to tour this album. Please let us tour this album. <laughs> and so we're we've been so desperate to get back on the road and get out to the states. Mm. Um, we wanted to go to Europe at the beginning of the year, and we've had to cancel it. So hopefully we can get out to some shows in at the end of this year. But um, yeah, I mean we we love we love doing this night to night, don't we? Yeah, it's great being able to go. Ah, you know, I, I make music today, uh, <laughs> as opposed so- to I deliver a van and <laughs> dropped off some loads of bread and a croissant and some milk to a shop. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a lot nicer than, than that for sure and you were able to keep that pace even through covid Mm. Mm. well yeah there was a bit there was some like tough times but i think we'd kind of set up we'd set up for the album making really well it was the first time yeah we were able to kind of pay ourselves to do make the music whereas the one before it was a lot of like working like saving and like having to put our own money into a lot of the recording time and also like I, I just remember you would finish work at like six or mm. seven sometimes and you'd come over to the house and then you'd spend like three, four hours at, at mine or sometimes you'd stay overnight because it was like, right, we need to get this song recorded or we need to really hash out the writing of like you and I. And I think that was the hardest part mm. of when we, all three of us have ever tried to make music and do something because we hadn't released a debut album at that time. And it was like, right, we can't afford to do any, like anything. We don't have any money um, being put into us. So we, we're still having to figure out how, how to put out the album. Yeah. Um, yeah. And once it was finished, it then got to, got to do the American tours. And I think that's what's, helped us a lot is mm. being able to do America and Europe and really turn over the songs. Outreach to yeah, everyone. Outreach. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. You persevered through an <laughs> awful time. I saw a lot of bands just not come back. Yeah. Unfortunately, like- a lot of venues closed and it's, yeah. it was great to see everybody who was able to survive, you know? Mm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, and it's just been so good playing playing gigs again. Yeah, 
and going to gigs. And I mean, going to gigs, Everyone's yeah. in such a good spirit here. I don't know what it's like out there, but everyone's just like, just wants to have it all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, what, what is it like in, in England? Are there still restrictions? Are you still wearing... Oh, everything's no. over? It's gone, yeah. It's all gone. It's literally like, lick my face. It's fine. <laughs> Good, yeah. You could. You could go around licking faces. You could find a straight here and give them one. Oh, no one ever did that before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you get permission, then I don't want that. <laughs> Yeah, I was joking that I would have to go out and lick a lick an escalator because I need to get my amoebas back and because I didn't really get sick. And I was really worried, like, oh, COVID's gonna be the one to get me really sick. And of course I'm staying inside. I'm not nobody's coughing on me, nobody's breathing on me. So I need to really do something. I mean, now that I mean the back we it's like I don't know what the vaccination situation is out there, but yeah, people are heavily vaccinated here and it's I feel like if people get it, they get it, and they, they don't have this threat now. Or this it's kind of viewing it threat. as a bad cold, isn't it? Rather yeah. than like, mm. yeah. It's, a, it's still people here are divided on it, on the whole thing. Most people, I think, have the vaccine at some point. There was some, one of the vaccines. I got the Pfizer one. I got the two-shot one. And mm. then they started coming out with boosters. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. And, you know, <laughs> I got the one. Um, yeah how far are you getting <laughs> yeah like i don't want to keep doing this i think i <laughs> i think i pickled my body in my 20s <laughs> just <part of> <laughs> and i think i'm good <laughs> maybe I, I don't know what i did but i never get sick so i, got, I did something right I, even when i caught covid i just lost my senses for a couple of days and luckily you know that was it but, oh nice right? yeah. yeah did yeah. anybody catch it yeah. yeah. So I got it first, and Katie got it. I had it recently. Yeah. Okay, oh. yeah. <laughs> um, Which yeah. is actually I really mean, good timing because it meant that you know all of my, um, yeah, pretty immunity? much my yeah, immunity. Yeah. My immunity is like yeah. sky high now for it. So <laughs> worry about you know, getting it in America. Yeah. yeah. It's not like getting the chicken pox later in life or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so do people get really close to you on tour do people like oh you're gonna notice that now i guess uh or coming up soon are people coming up to you breathing in your face and we've kind of always noticed it because because when we're kind of very conscious of katie and we don't want her to get ill while we're on the road mm. like more so than me and dave because <laughs> in, in the we're not having to sing uh, and we, we know how precious Katie's voice is in, in any ailment. You know, we've had to postpone songs, uh, shows before. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's quite a vital thing. And I, I feel like when we're after the show and how close people want to talk sometimes, it's kind of like, yeah, you quite, yeah, like you're just stepping away because obviously they're very excited and you're excited, but not as much as them. And it's like, okay, you're shouting. It's- <laughs> I'm actually really excited because you're buzzed up from playing and then my worst thing is that like I'll go out and if someone's saying oh like nice show and I'll be like yeah I had such a good time and obviously if I haven't warmed my voice down I'm shouting at them they're shouting at me like it's just (laughs) you're cross-pollinating everything I guess even before COVID I, I had to be really really careful about like not going out too much after shows and not being too close to people 
because it just yeah like you get a bad cold and it wipes out your voice and then mm. you can't do it it's yeah, so rubbish it's, it's, it's kind of nice right the being a vocalist it kind of keeps you in check from especially partying too much right yeah I'm actually like the most boring, healthy person on tour. <laughs> on tour. So you and Dave are partying, uh, Luke, on tour. Do a little bit. Uh, do a little bit. Uh, Dave's very good, isn't he? Yeah, he's quite good. He, um, he yeah, he keeps. Which is Dave's a single man these days, and so I, 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 I just thought he would be a bit more like at the party, being like, "Hey, hey, hey, what are you doing?" You know, but he's not. He's very reserved and chill. And I'm taking man, but so I'm just like, "Hey, nice to meet you." Happy. I don't really like it because it, it, like, I feel bad that I can't go out, but if I know that you're out, I know that everyone's having a lovely time. So you're just like, "Hey." hey, hey. <laughs> You set the tone for every party. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not here. I'll have to fill in. And you don't want chat. to talk to her. Yeah. So she says hi. Yeah. In North America, people are so respectful mm-hmm. that it, I've never had people here ask if uh, if they can give a hug. Like when we're on tour in America, they're like, can I can I give you a hug? And I'm like, yeah, bring it in. <laughs> but in, here, they're just like, hey, nice to meet you. It's like straight in. And, um, yeah, it's That's nice. funny where I'm at. It's the opposite. It's uh, people just hug each other unless you, you know, <laughs> make one of those moves. Yeah. You know, or you're clearly making like a some kind of subconscious face of like, especially now it's like because you can't tell who's still paranoid and who isn't so most people are back to hugging and handshaking or people just fist bump now but people will still hug and it's kind of funny to see it almost doesn't make sense (laughs) elbow (laughs) that never really took off here i don't know about over there Oh, it was big in Europe. <laughs> was it? <laughs> elbow yeah. Bump. Yeah. Hey. yeah. People do that here when their hands are full of something, and that that's kind of it. Yeah, it was just yeah. a stand instead of a fist bump. It was such a elbow. weird, awkward, like kind of unsatisfying oh. thing, though. Yeah, really. <laughs> so you usually miss and you slip, and you're like, arm yeah. It's like, do we do that again? Do we have to look at <laughs> to line up and? <laughs> <laughs> There's no right answer, you know, <laughs> but there are plenty of wrong answers. <laughs> oh, I wanted to go about your uh, your artwork is so cool for um, uh, for Seeds and Sand is like it was like orbital charts, and I've been watching a lot of sci-fi lately, so it's like I'm just imagining. Oh, this is maybe this is where they got that, or this is, I don't know. Very very cool artwork where, where does it where does where it come it, from did anybody here design it, it uh, no it was it, we actually that was the one that we got our friend rosie um she's an illustrator and we worked closely with her and it was all about kind of stuff that was in the tracks i can't remember oh my gosh that's a long yeah. time ago it's also a few it there's also a few bits from our first ep Mm. Like the album artwork is kind of t- like hidden in it. There was lots of th- things that were hidden in the tracks, wasn't there? Like 
uh, sand. I mean, seeds in sand. So that, yeah. that that was in that's in the artwork. Mm. So it was about texture, um, but it was also about kind of mapping. Mm. Oh gosh, I can't even remember. Hmm. So many like long conversations and like yeah, working it out. And then oh yeah, just, yeah. And then they all just blow away. What? <laughs> 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 no. um, well, some time has passed, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but it's good. Yeah, because it was that kind of like graph, like graphs, and yeah. And we made like uh, yeah, and all of the the animations that we made from them, they were amazing. Yeah, and they were the orbital spinny ones around. Mm-hmm. It was yes. reminiscent of uh, Stereo Lab too, because I remember they had some things like that, <clears throat> and I think they're coming back on tour too. I want to see them. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they were playing Coachella. Uh, I might be wrong on that, but they were playing some festival, and I was hoping they would play small places. They played here in Pomona a couple of times randomly. I would never picture them here. Um, and they only played, I don't know, maybe twice, and I never saw them again. <laughs> they just never came back around in this direction. They'd always play Canada or New York or something, and like, come on, come over here. <laughs> <laughs> are there any artists like that that uh that don't come to are you in bristol or you studied in bristol you are you are in bristol okay uh, are there any that's a musical hub right there's a lot going on there it's yeah. Lucky. yeah yeah what's think... the scene like now is it has it fully recovered yeah yeah pretty much and we've got uh, some some new venues and, and a lot of new kind of music based like um, new radio stations which has been really exciting and kind of just ways of spreading and like networking all the music that's coming out of Bristol yeah it's exciting actually at the moment yeah there's a lot of um, bands that have moved here as well mm. so it's kind of like people are deciding to jump away from London a bit more and go to different places and Bristol seems to be one of them which is nice mm. uh, yeah so it's, it's there's a really nice buzz at the moment I mean, actually, I'm actually quite, well, I'm not annoyed, but I am annoyed <laughs> um, because there's like, we, you go on tour and you're like, yeah, you're going on tour. And then you see the lineups of certain places mm. in Bristol at home. And you're like, why did they choose that month to come? Like yeah. there's some Australia and I'm like, like, why have you picked your moment to come from Australia now when I'm away? It's I'm a bit, uh, <laughs> same with, um, yeah, there's like, a jazz guy from LA that I think he he plays at Fetler the day that we get back, yeah. which I might have to just fuck off jet lag and get down <laughs> the show because I know that I'm not going to see him for a few years otherwise. What's mm. it Kiefer? Kiefer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, stones. make it happen. Mm. Yeah, do it. You can sleep for days afterwards. Mm. <laughs> do you find yourself like just calling it an early night all the time now especially with ex touring experience and all that yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah we've got more our time now <laughs> yeah I really motivate myself to like stay out late these days mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh no it's too early out. don't say that <laughs> I really, I'm trying you know, you know keeping it up you, but yeah you need the DJ stuff, and that, mm. that's from pretty late. Yeah, that's helping the late nights. Mm. DJ. <laughs> that's keeping yeah. you awake. <laughs> yeah, just wake late. 
it's rough sometimes especially when shows like local shows are you know they start late 10 o'clock nine o'clock something like that it's like ah, who's playing <laughs> yeah it's nice to uh it's nice to finally push yourself to to get out more and <clears throat> i don't know about you but covid has really like made a hermit out of a lot of people mm-hmm. and yeah it's it's hard to come back it's a lot harder than i thought it was going to be mm-hmm. you know, i was like ready to just jump back out and there were even during covid there were all these you know backyard punk shows you know not too far from me and uh i was always like maybe i'll go maybe i'll go and then I went to one or two of them and then I just never went again. And, you know, I never went until, you know, things started reopening and it was by then it's like, oh man, I don't know if I want to go out anymore. It's because you get so used to, yeah, all that rest. And then I just found it really exhausting. Yeah. Like if you book in everything all of these weeks and you'd be like, yeah, I'll go to that and I'll go to that. And, and then I found like just talking to people was exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do like one a week. Right. <laughs> but then, it's been slowly building back up, which is good. And then yeah. the other day, I stayed at, like we went, I went to a, a pheasantry moot. Pheasantry moot. Six yeah, in the morning. That's uh, an old English. Um, what? Uh, so it's a kind of medieval folk festival um, that they kind of recreated in in an amazing venue in Bristol which is called the Cube Cinema um and it it had like uh it like reimagined medieval music and themes and so they had um some lectures on plague stones but also people um kind of reading stuff with like modular going on in the background it was it was quite experimental oh, that's but cool. But then they had like a big dance section at the end, and it was like six when I left, and the light was coming up, and I, was, I hadn't done that in so long. Lots of buckfast. Lots of buckfast, which I don't know if you know. It's like a fortified wine made by monks. <laughs> oh, I had something like that <laughs> a few years ago. It tasted like syrup. Yeah, and yeah. it was the strongest anything I've ever had. But, but it, it drugs. Six. Yeah, it was it's like taking drugs, but syrupy <laughs> wine form. That's why the monks made it. Yeah. Right. They just got trashed. I didn't realize that they just loved to drink. <laughs> That's new, I guess. Yeah. I can't do it <laughs> Right. You're just sitting on a hill, you know, reading and let's just, you know, let's drink. Let's drink and hang out with these ducks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pace myself on what I go to because I just keep running out of money buying tickets to go tonight. Like oh. it's, it's like if you spend if you're going to like three or four shows a week and mm. it's like ten quid, you're broke by the end of the month. Drinks like, when you're there. Yeah, drinks when you're there, which is expensive. Buy your power drinks. You yeah. haven't seen them in two years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they want the that high end. Uh... They want the the monk wine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was the first piece of music you two had, either gifted or bought yourself? 
Gifted or bored? No segue, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess mine was on tape. Oh, yeah. Like the first first piece of music that was like my own. Mm -hmm. A tape or CD, something that you put on yourself. And you're like, I want to. I just want to make the the conscious decision to play this myself. I have a really cool one, and then I have a really not cool one. <laughs> Remember, like when CDs came out, and I really wanted Daft Punk's disc, um, discovery. 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 Mm. Um, and that's my cool one, and I got it. Cool well, well, like yeah, I got my my parents got it for me for my birthday, I think, and I fucking loved it. But the <laughs> cool one is that I remember having the cause on on tape. I don't know if you had the cause. They were like um, an Irish folk band, mm. sisters, and it's all like twiddly, but it somehow I got into. I would run away, run away. It was like yeah, oh, really. Nice. Really embarrassing. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're back into pop quite like in yeah. England. My, my cool one, which I bought with whatever pocket money that my parents gave me, was Spice Girls. Nice. The second single on the harmonica solo. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, that's uh, I know what you're talking about. Say you'll be there. Say you'll be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and my is a Christmas gift which I asked for, which was Smurfs do Christmas. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's Smurfs do Christmas songs. Sounds like unsettling. Yeah, yeah that's where Smurfs come oh, from. Away, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? Katy Perry's like the the Smurf right in the Smurf films. I'm cool. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I, I've clearly followed Smurfs my whole life. So I think the Smurfs are that Hanna-Barbera, Hanna-Barbera, right? The one that like I always like, waited for something else to come on. <laughs> was it a good Christmas song? It was Christmas songs. So it was like, oh, as in like, it was like, oh, you know, God. White Christmas done by the Smurfs. It's just people uh, with pitched up, pitched up vocals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was Alvin and the Chipmunks times, what, 50? How many people yeah. lived in that village? That's <laughs> 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 what you hear at the department stores. <laughs> what do you say that the Spice Girls was mine? When I was like eight years old, I got a Spice Girls tape. My neighbor uh taped it for me and it was that i think it was spice world is what it was called yeah, yeah. I, I played that to death yeah <laughs> loved that okay. loved it <laughs> and then daft punk too for sure i didn't have the music but i remember watching adult swim as a kid i don't even think they called it adult swim yet it was like late cartoon network and <clears throat> they would play music videos every now and then as, as MTV was dying. Like they, this uh, channel was kind of like picking up the reins and playing Daft Punk videos. And nice. it was so cool. It was when discovery came out too. And it was just right. the coolest mm -hmm. thing ever. Right. Yeah. And I saw that 
was it Luke? Did you say that you liked Lincoln Park? I I think I saw that in a uh, interview. Lincoln Park, uh, hybrid theory. I, I was into it. I was into Lincoln Park. Oh, you weren't? Oh, was it? Uh, my I that album. <laughs> I listened to it so much. I mean, it's my. It was my sister's, and I nicked it, and I, I ripped it, and I. I, I it's like, Katie. It's Katie. That's oh my gosh! Yeah, it's probably me. No, it's more of a <laughs> boy. Limp Biscuit. Yeah. If we're gonna go on the rap metal, rap metal. <laughs> <laughs> rap metal scene. Oh, you like Dad, that was rap, rap metal one hundred and one. Sometimes got Jay Z to do the rap on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we did. It was it like, like someone dead. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't about? know why. Doesn't even matter. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was the coolest thing I had ever heard when it came out. It was like, oh my god, he's rapping and there's rock and roll in the background. Oh my god, I don't know what to do. <laughs> screaming. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> It's a full time, isn't it? Oh yeah, L- Limp Biscuit is coming to Ontario, California, coming up pretty soon, and some arena. And seriously considering it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of Fred. <laughs> I gotta get a hat. I gotta get like a very just yeah, yeah. Smiths. T- Apparently, he's a big Smiths fan, so I'm gonna wear a Smiths T-shirt. <laughs> See if he notices me. <laughs> The Smiths was the one I think that I probably listened to the most as a child because my dad listened to the Smiths. Mm. That big thing, like that we didn't, I didn't ask for it, but it was always there. <laughs> <laughs> so I hear that a lot on Twitter now about Morrissey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I saw him back in 04, I think. It was a great show. Opened up with How Soon Is Now to a the most ecstatic crowd. It was incredible. Put on a great show. Everybody was dressed as nuns. <laughs> he was dressed as a priest. It's Halloween. <laughs> I love it's a bit of religion betting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so who are the local favorites now? Anyone you want to shout out that uh not getting enough airplay, not getting enough Spotify plays. Uh, in Bristol or in, in... Yeah, I'd say Bristol for now, yeah. Um, it's quite a, I mean, there's a lot of people getting a lot of time, which well, is good. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, Scalping's scalping. got their new album out. Have you heard of Scalping? Uh, how do they describe themselves? Industrial... Industrial... Techno rock? Techno rock, yeah. Let's do that. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm in. Like, uh, no, I haven't. It's, it's good. It's good, yeah. yeah. I like the, the last like three tracks. It's, mm. it's pretty having it the whole way. Yeah, through. it's like more like you, you go and see them and it's an amazing show and they've always got like these mad visuals and it's strobey yeah. and, and. It's an absolute feast for the eyes when you see them live. It's yeah. really. To behold, it's lovely. I almost played a track on the weekend actually um, at a club night that we were playing at. Um, who else? Um, I mean, Giant Swan's always really great. Yeah, um, working, working hard. All of all of those that crew. Um, who else? I. 
who would you want to go on tour with? On tour with? Mm-hmm. Just on, on, that, on that note of, of locals that you like, that you follow. <laughs> I think Sylvanesso would be a good crowd. Mm. Um, so, yeah, to support. Yeah, to yeah. support them. I'd that would be really lovely. Um, oh, Little show. Dragon would be amazing as well. To support, they, yeah. to support them. Yeah, they bring uh, the energy, huh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, uh, I've seen them quite a few times, like yeah. festivals and stuff. And it's just it's always such a beautiful show. Yeah. I saw them from half a mile away years ago at some festival, and it was half a mile away. Everybody was still into it. And you that know, was good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They really drew the crowd. And looking at going back to that, uh, your tour documentary reminded me of that. It was uh, mm. you, you got everybody. You know, it's, it's a beautiful nice. thing <laughs> when, yeah. when a band can get everybody in the room. Yeah, it's a hard thing to do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you ever see the one person just like <laughs> just at you? Oh, yeah. you even more juice. <laughs> you get because we've got so much gear. You do get like the heads at the front, like guys and girls who will want to see how we're making the music. Mm-hmm. So. Like you've got obviously everyone like dancing around them, but they're yeah like kind of <laughs> <laughs> depending on, on what what you're actually doing and what what pieces of gear you're using. Mm-hmm. But that's fine now. Like I used to be like I'm gonna try and make them dance, and then when you do, then that's great because they're like obviously head bobbing, and then after a while when they start dancing, you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> I always, for some reason, at some point in the gig, manage to clock eyes with the only person that's yawning. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel really like self-conscious about like how well we're doing but i know like i'll look at in a certain direction that's <laughs> 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 everyone's got a yawn sometimes in, yeah, yeah. in the clubs <laughs> it's nothing on you it's nothing on you it's uh, entirely on them they're yawning in a club that's just a bad sign <laughs> Whenever we do, when we go out, we're like, oh, my God, this is terrible. I'm 33. I can't be doing this. <laughs> or maybe this is right on par, you know, and yeah. I need to, you know, call it a night at 1030 and <laughs> close out. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. So I find it quite funny. <laughs> it can be depressing. <laughs> Slow this down. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want a chill song. <laughs> There was some place, I forgot where I was. It was some show where I was like, I'm not, I'm not crazy. It's a little too loud in here. Like it's, <laughs> they played it just a little too loud. And then I just felt crazy. I did feel crazy the rest of the night. I'm like, there's no way this is too loud. I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I feel like gigs are getting louder. I've got really quite sensitive hearing. Or maybe it was just like now that we're going back to gigs. It is mm. just so loud and i don't know that was so loud, but maybe it's going about, um... gigs that aren't quite regulated like they're a bit more like underground or it's like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It. It's like, is this safe and like everyone's wearing earplugs and it's just like why not just turn it down a little that's when you get the dirty looks you know yeah <laughs> they're like oh here's some little <laughs> things that kill the music 
Yeah, I need to. Are you good about wearing ear uh, earplugs at shows? Yeah, you've got some fancy ones, and mm. I need to get. Did you yeah, get the fitted know. ones? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. In in England, we've got like a musicians' union, and if you sign up to it, they do these like expensive ear molds for like fifty quid. They give you like oh, a. Wow discounted rate and so i just thought well it's stupid not to do that um and it's great because they have like filters in them so you can still talk to someone it just reduces the frequencies mm-hmm. so yeah, a really loud gig and so we're like hey I'm I'm like yeah cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those foamies which is like you kind of you block out everything <laughs> yeah yeah they yeah. were terrible that was the last time i used one and i regret not getting the the fitted ones because some photographer in a in a photo pit was telling me this is the best investment i ever made two hundred dollars for the fitted ones and never looked back you know yeah Yeah, i'd I'd highly recommend it as well Mm. i always tried those foam they always killed the i know i know (laughs) you can leave the horse I had one question for you. So who do you listen, who do you wish you listened to more? Like more often, which artists are, do you just never get around to for whatever reason, but you're like, man, I wish you feel guilty for not listening to them. You're like, they're good. I know it. Everyone tells me I'm just maybe later and later never comes. Bjork? Bjork. Like I, I know certain like tracks and albums but i've never really done all of it and i know that there's stuff that i'm missing out on that i would really love but i haven't given it the time Mm. that's a good one because i i know i could think of like (laughs) what is it vespertine i think is the one album that i know yeah and she has so much work and she just puts so much out there you know it's like yeah i'll get to it the amount of energy and focus that goes into them as well like they're stuff that you really should be spending a lot of time unpackaging but mm. yeah I haven't done it yet yet yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you feel it would be like academic work at that point <laughs> <laughs> yeah like writing down time codes and being like well oh, i think this is <laughs> yeah yeah like, what does she do here she's <laughs> yeah. doing research she um she does a lot of really good podcasts where she talks to people about like making the making of certain albums and she she talks so eloquently but madly at the same time they're just like it's so interesting her attitude to making music mm. oh yeah yeah i saw her it, it was an old video of her deconstructing a tv yeah i've seen that yeah it was so just it was so much fun to watch because she's just such a i don't know such an oddball I love yeah, it. <laughs> so eccentric. Yeah, I, she's in that new film. I want to see that, The Norseman. Ah, yeah. oh yeah, it's just coming out. People. And how about you, Luke? Oh, I don't know. Sun Ra is a big one, I think. Mm. But it, all, all you know what I mean? <laughs> it is such aggressiveness, and it's it, again, it's so bonkers that it's like, yeah, you can be very, you know, taking notes of it or just skip because it's so long and so mad Uh, (laughs) but i do think like yeah there's got to be more there's more than what you can just dip yourself into with sunra is that what you're going to be doing Uh, on tour it's not sunra discography it's not not, everyone off 
Yeah. Uh, there's one song, and I know that, that that I love, and it's just like I know there's going to be more, mm. or I know there are more. I just you just don't know where to start. It was like with Zappa, like uh, Katie's mm. got me into Zappa over time, uh, but you know the catalog's so extensive that you're like, where do I start here? Mm. And once once somebody gives you a starting point, you're like, oh okay, I know what era now, and so you like kind of go outwards like awesome. that. Yeah. Uh, and then like you, you, you kind of stab in the dark. You can't be like, like what? Can't stab in the dark with Zappa, can you? With Zappa, it'd be really yeah. difficult. Do you do you go through his like '80s comedic phase or his yeah. <laughs> '60s, you know, kind of psychedelic, oh, socially yeah. conscious? <laughs> yeah, well, this is yeah. Like, the synth jazz that so, was pretty. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like jazz from hell. Jazz from hell, yeah. <laughs> quite yeah, glad I'm, I'm in that yeah we're, still we're in so that. much more to go through it's a bit ridiculous cheers Zappa. <laughs> uh, he's like kind of a hometown hero because he had a studio in my hometown uh back in the day and he got uh, arrested yeah. for smut peddling or whatever they called it back then it's <laughs> 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 like right down the street from my house and from my old house <laughs> where i grew up All the records coming out being burned kind of thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he recorded uh I, he recorded sex sounds with uh somebody i forgot who it was and it was all a sting operation the, the cops <laughs> commissioned this and they handed over the tape and, and they get arrested right there he's like 25 oh, years old great story <laughs> <What>? <laughs> do they write it write down on like why you're being arrested? Did you say it was smut peddling? Yeah, yeah. There was like there like profanity and 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 obscenities that could be distributed to minors or eventually, you know, you know whatever it was. What kind <laughs> of problem that is? <laughs> <laughs> not so much a problem anymore. Well, not so much of a legal issue anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm really looking forward to the show on the 27th at the Fonda. Uh, I'll be shooting. I'll be taking taking photos. Oh, and, really? Yeah, yeah. I'd love to catch up too. Uh, maybe maybe get a record signed if uh, if you have time. If you don't if you don't yawn well, too much yeah. after the show, then our email. Have you got our email, or have you only got um, Sam's email? Uh, I have Heather's email actually. Okay. Well, just yeah. ask for email. Uh, oh, yeah, oh. And just email us because we're on. Oh, it's just elderisland at gmail anyway. So oh, cool! Pretty easy to remember. So yeah, just <laughs> email and say yeah, like um, and we'll we'll try and get you like a password so you can come and say hey. Oh, great. cool, cool. Yeah, either way, or if you guys hang out afterwards, yeah, cool, cool. Well, yeah, because we're in LA for an extra day, aren't we? Oh, yeah. are you? Oh, awesome! A little bit of partying, a little bit. A little bit of <laughs> jogging. <laughs> 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 a little bit of everything coordinated miscoordinated oh no you started <laughs> we uh, we try and make each other laugh on stage to to put each other off so maybe that might be a secret move that I... <laughs> <Please don't>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you'll be like, yeah, I'll look over and it's just like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> also, now we've got like proper in-ear 
um like monitoring with like molded ears oh and if you smell God. too much it pops them out <laughs> so like if you laugh it's wow. annoying I'll look over and he's doing something stupid and I'll be like, how professional they keep you from like experiencing too much joy so you can focus. And... <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. You should write them an email and tell them that so they can put it on their own. Um... <laughs> <laughs> professional. Stay focused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is not for you. This is for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks yeah. so much for doing this. No, no thank you, dude. Nice chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime, anytime. And I'll uh, catch you at the next show. And anything you want to, anything you want to plug? Anything in particular? Just the American show. Come, come, come to the, see us. Come to our shows. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, come and like, yeah, just that it will be. A bit of dancing, a bit of singing, and 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 a bit of a roller coaster of of emotions. <laughs> Maybe I'll have one. sound. Come and see. Come yeah. say hey. Really looking forward to it. Amazing. Cool. Well, thank you oh, so much. You. <laughs> What's that? You've got it's the morning for you, isn't it? So. We can oh say. yeah, it's it's not too early. It's ten thirty. Yeah. I should have been up a long time ago anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you pulled into the room and done the interview. Love it. <laughs> yeah, just like a regular, you know, <laughs> working from home. <laughs> no, it was nice. I got up early. I got, you know, went for a walk, got some coffee, cleaned up a bit. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And now you're all winding down, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dinner time. Dinner time. Yeah. Dinner time. Go catch a show. Yeah. Well, we got Ooh. another interview actually. Are we oh. going with a yeah. one? Oh, that's a late interview as well. Yeah, that's going to be like an eight o'clock interview. Mm. I guess some oh, dinner. Yeah. Maybe we should get food out. I need to get it to the Lauren's cooking. Oh. Sorry. Man. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, God. <laughs> awesome. Oh, thank you so much for, for yeah interview yeah, next and we will look forward to seeing you yeah likewise likewise have a great night and yeah. you have a great Thank day you, <laughs> see you soon <laughs> <laughs>